Hey everyone, Mark and Steve here. Before we get started today, we want to let you know about Dare to Connect, our new online interactive video platform. For less than the cost of a therapy session, you and your spouse get live access to both of us three times a week. Each 30-minute live group support session provides interactive mentoring and healing for addicts, spouses, and couples. If you're loving our podcast and our unique style of bringing you recovery, you're going to love Dare to Connect. To learn more, go to daretoconnectnow.com. We're looking forward to seeing and working with you. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve Moore. And I'm Mark Castleman. We know the pain and heartbreak of porn and sex addiction. And we know the triumph of breaking completely free. Every day, we help our clients find hope and healing. Join us in the fight to take back your life, your marriage, and be stronger than ever. This is the PBSC Squared Podcast. Welcome, everybody. This is Steve Moore, and this is Mark Castleman here on the PBC Podcast. It is hey. our 100th episode today. <laughs> I say that's a different uh, intro for us. Yeah, we are. We are <laughs> celebrating with fake applause. Yeah, 100. <laughs> it's actually applause for all of you. We are super grateful for our listeners out there. Um, as we kind of look back on a, on 100 episodes, it's a uh, it's been a journey. When we first started this, I remember Mark and I, we kind of had doubts about this, about even doing this thing. Oh, no. I remember saying to you, Steve, we're going to put our hearts into this and do all this work and get all this up and running. And then it's just going to be crickets. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's going to be listening. <laughs> I would kind of have some paranoia about that. <laughs> I think both of us probably wanted to bail at one point in time or another. It was a lot of work <laughs> getting this all going, but uh, but well, uh, we we love it. And the crazy part is, I think sometime probably today or tomorrow, well, probably tomorrow, we will we'll go past the 125,000 downloads place yeah. tomorrow. And uh, oh, we started in January of 2020. That is so amazing. Pretty remarkable. Uh, last time I looked at the stats, 132 countries and wow. uh, over 5,300 cities. Oh, that's incredible. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah. So well, we really do appreciate all yeah. of you. Love you guys. Absolutely. <clears throat> it's been amazing. Going to continue to be an amazing journey for sure. We're we're by no means done, and we wanted to uh, cover some. We want to take a little bit different of a track today. We had uh, last several episodes have actually been really good. We've been doing a lot of listener based stuff. We've been getting a lot of feedback, but today we decided to shift tracks just a little bit, and we wanted to talk some hope today. Yes. We do a lot of problem solving on here, which is awesome. You know, it's why people come to this podcast, but you know, sometimes, you know, Mark and I are both therapists and and we're also addicts in recovery as most of you know. It's what makes this podcast unique because we speak from both places and sometimes as a therapist, you know, it's 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 a challenge because Mark and I we spend so much time in our sessions with clients and the groups that we run, you know, in the Dare to Connect program, the online recovery program we have for couples that meets three times a week, which we'd Love to see you all on with a two-week free trial. You can check that out at PBSE. 
I'm sorry, dare to connect now.com. We'd love to have you join us there, but through all of these different venues that we've got, you know, we, we, it's so easy. I think Mark to kind of get myopic with the problem solving, you know, cause it's well, just constantly, that's what we do. I was looking at our last, uh, I don't know, four five, six, seven, eight <laughs> episodes on here. They're pretty heavy. Yeah. There's some pretty heavy stuff. And so today, yeah, we want to talk about, so why do we go through all of this recovery, uh, betrayal, trauma, healing, trying to live in more healthy ways, trying to be more connected to each other? Is there, is there a, a light at the end of the tunnel? Is there a you know, pot of gold, so to speak, at the, you know, the end of the rainbow? Why? There's got to be some hope in all this. Is it all just heaviness? Yeah. And so we wanted, to, we wanted to share some stories with you today, um, some from long past and some things recent about why there is hope. Uh, yeah. So I'm thinking of a client I had many years ago, and uh, this particular guy had really pretty, very severe sexual addiction. And I won't go into the details, but just about everything you can imagine. Um, and he basically had disappeared into the deep, dark abyss of addiction like four different times mm. where he came back. He got in recovery. His, his, his wife and family were all hopeful. And then he would just totally destroy everything again. And he did that like, like four different, might have even been five different times. Mm. So pretty soon, but by the time you're into your fourth or fifth time, people are saying, this is a lost cause. We don't believe you anymore. You have no credibility with us and we're just done. And this is where his family, his marriage and family got to was they were just done. Um, all of his kids cut him off. His wife was pretty much, they, you know, they separated and the long story short on that, you know, all these years later, this guy is still sober. He, he and his wife are doing great. Uh, all of his kids have reconciled with him. And it is just this wonderful, wonderful outcome. You're just like, that, that is impossible. Yeah. A guy that was that far gone and used up, you know, all of his get out of jail free cards like five times. <laughs> and you're thinking, how could this be so awesome today? Now, he and, do, he and his wife still work at it every day. They do. Yeah. And they have ups and they have downs, but, but they know how to stay connected. They know how to lean into each other. They know how to work through. I like to say these two are so tightly welded together that you could drop an atomic bomb on their marriage and it wouldn't separate them. Mm. I don't care what yeah. you do. You're not tearing these two apart. They've, they've been through so much. Yeah, that's so they, I mean, and I have so many stories like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. We've got, uh, I mean, I, you know, I think back, I, I just, just, just recently, um, you know, we, I, I had a chance to meet with a client, a single guy um, who started in a group that I ran actually years ago, far, be far before PBSE ever started or Dare to Connect or any of those things before I even met uh, Mark. And um, he, uh, when he first came in was kind of one of those classic guys that comes into our program, you know, or that we see in like in dare to connect now and in our offices individually, he was really struggling with a pornography, uh, compulsion addiction. He, uh, it wasn't more than a couple of days to maybe a week that he could go without, without accessing that and dealing with the negative consequences, which were many for him at the time. Um, and it was causing damage in all sorts of other areas of his life. Like most of the guys that we see, right. It's so much bigger than the pornography that we oftentimes talk about yeah. or the sexual compulsion. 
Yep. He was struggling with self-confidence. He couldn't really talk to women. Um, you know, he'd get really nervous. He'd clam up. It was a hard, it, it, it was, it was really hard for him to navigate that struggling with major confidence issues in his profession. He works in a field where self-confidence is an absolute paramount um, and deals with a lot of dangerous, scary situations. And that was a real issue. And he came into the program ready to work and ready to learn. And, you know, we, as, as he and I have navigated, he, he has since started listening to the podcast. Once we founded that he continues to come in for maintenance sessions. We contrast where he was then to now it's, I think we're three or four years later now. And I see him once every six to nine months. He's doing great. He's actually working with a dating coach. Now he's going out with, with different women every other weekend. And he's, he's seriously dated several different people. He's able to connect with the world around him. Like he never has before. He's got confidence in his work and with his coworkers now, right? There's just been this complete turnaround as he's worked on these issues. And it really does die a backmark to what we talk about. You know, oftentimes people come to us with, you know, we focus this, we, we titled this thing, porn betrayal, sex and the experts and porn and betrayal is usually what I think brings people here. When you start to tug on one string in that rug, you can't really work on the one string without working on the whole tapestry. And when you start really make the making these long-term positive changes, I think there's the, this is really amazing positive benefit for everyone uh, that goes through this process. And, and it benefits us. And I know it's been this way for you and I in ways that we just didn't even know it would. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it does. We say, you know, porn, porn, betrayal, sex, and the experts, but it's about a lot more than that, right? Yeah. Those are symptoms. Those are surface issues. And a big part of what we do is how do we get under that? How do we dig deep? And you can't help but have all, as you do that, you can't help but have it spill over into all the different areas of your life and relationships. Yeah. And you find that it starts to have this holistic effect, right? This, this holistic overall healing uh, just starting to discover things about yourself that you never knew or that you never knew about each other. Um, I just, we just had uh, a family event for the holidays and, and my own family is a perfect example of this. I mean, I, I have six kids mm-hmm. and for a good, uh, for at least a good half of those kids, they were raised by a, a stone cold raging addict. And over the, you know, over the years, as they became adults, you, I really saw the fallout of those kids. And so my, my older kids especially have been through a great deal of difficulty. I mean, just horrific things. And we had a, we had a big family gathering last night, and it was just remarkable because I kind of I sat back and I sort of watched. And to watch them all connecting and being transparent and authentic and vulnerable just raw and real conversation about all kinds of things going on in their lives. No pretenses, no masks, no holding back, but in a very healthy, wonderful connecting way. And so the empathy, the closeness, I even had a difficulty with one of my sons where I needed to pull him aside and talk to him. And we, it was a, it was a really, I was a little, I was a little bit intimidated to tell you the truth here. I'm a therapist over all these years. And I was a little bit worried about this conversation with my son. And it ended up being this wonderful connecting experience for us. And so just seeing all of that, and I, and I'm, and so for me, I'm going to tell you, this is, this is 30 years in the process for me. 
And I don't say that to discourage people who are working at this, like 30, I could like, that's, that's <laughs> the only way we can look for any hope is 30 years from now. Yeah. But, but just, just to see all of that come together, there's just such tremendous hope. Um, and, and you don't have to wait to see all of this. You will see it along the way as you, as you do the work, as you, as you dare to be open, as you try to, you know, to show some faith and lean in and move towards, you will see these little changes happen along the way as it goes. And Absolutely. you'll get to places you never dreamed that you could, that you could get individually and in relationships. Well, I think that, you know, that speaks so much, like you say, to the, to the process, right. And it's one of those side benefits of, of recovery. I mean, I, uh, I know Mark better than anybody listening, right? Probably, maybe, maybe his wife's got me beat, but probably most people. <laughs> and, um, I mean, I I don't pretend to fortune tell, but I mean, just to put you on the spot a little bit, had you not gone through recovery, how would a conversation like like that with your son have gone? I'm just oh, curious. Terrible. Oh no, I would have been defensive and angry. And it would have been a, you know, a, a shouting match. We would have both been protecting our own turf. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would have, no, it would have been awful, but because of the skills I've learned, not just from being a therapist, but a lot of skills from working my own recovery, I was able to come at it from a completely different vantage point. And he also has suffered with his own addictions and his own issues in his life. And he's learned and practiced skills for years. So here was two recovered and in recovery people coming together and we practiced and used our tools. You could see it. Yeah. It was really remarkable. Oh, that's amazing. We hugged at the end and we looked at each other like, wow, that was really, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Last night I put up the, uh, or just, just this weekend, I, I put up the Christmas tree with my wife, Brittany. Um, we, uh, we got ready for Christmas, got all the decorations and we have a, a nice new fancy tree that we got from a prominent, U.S.-based company that says has really good big box company that sells really good Christmas trees, and mm. um, it's this really nice pre-lit deal. It like it's got all the bells and whistles. It 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 goes up and looks perfect in like five minutes. And every year we go through this. We we decorate that tree and we love that tree. My wife brought up. She said, "Do you want to keep this one?" And she pointed to our old tree, and the old tree sits in the back of, of our store, you know, the storage out in the garage. It's in this old beat up box. <laughs> we bought it for $38 at Walmart <laughs> when we first got married. And that was the biggest expenditure of like our $55 Christmas budget, our first Christmas, because we just were dirt poor. And it's beat up and the box is beat up and, and it's falling and it looks, t- it's, it's, it's not filled out, right? All these things. And she said, do you want to keep this? And my answer to her was yes, and I'm never going to throw that tree out. And I tell her that every year, but I say it in seriousness <laughs> because, you know, that tree brings me back. I, I pull it out and it's hard not to even get emotional when I see it because just it in its box, there's like three humongous holes in the side from where I kicked the box because I was losing my temper. Oh, yeah. While I was setting up Christmas yes. back when I was in addiction, like I'd lose my I'd lose my temper over just something stupid. Yeah. And I remember I couldn't get the tape off the box one year and I like kicked the thing like three times as if it's the tree's <laughs> fault, you know, and blamed the tree. And even though those memories are bittersweet in many ways, it's such a cool, those events, you know, and, and as we're having a hundredth episode today, it is just amazing to reflect back 
on and and have regret for a lot of those times where Christmas could have been better and should have been better. But to see how we interact now in the holidays, I mean, night and day. Oh, you know, yeah. Night and day. We actually are present and we enjoy them. And my wife isn't because this is what used to happen. She would kind of cower in fear in the next room while I'd set up the tree. It was kind of like that, that, you know, I was kind of like the dad from Christmas story who just loses his stuff about everything. I was kind of like that guy. <laughs> and to be able to do that together now, I mean, what a shift. Yeah. Big shift. What a shift. Yeah. So our, you know, our message to all of you listening is, you know, if you're, we know that the holiday time can be difficult. We Absolutely. know that it can bring up, you know, positive and negative things. And we just, we just hope that you're, we, we want you to feel that there is hope in this process. Yeah, there's hope in the hardness. There's hope in the difficulty, right? One of the little sayings that I developed over time, which I never thought, I never dreamed that I could ever have this philosophy. I can do hard things, yeah. and not just I can do hard things. I can embrace hard things. I can lean into hard things. Yeah. And here, this will sound crazy to you. I can actually welcome hard things. Mm-hmm. Because, because I know where they can lead. I know that as I use my tools, as I stick to my, you know, stick to my process and program and my, my daily routine, I know that, that moving through hard things is going to take, take me and my relationships to a place that are better, that yes. are closer, more connected. And yeah, is it going to suck in some ways? Yeah. I, I haven't, I haven't uh, learned how to get out of that part. <laughs> I can't say yeah. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I dream about this every day. It's like, no, it's going to be hard and suck. But I know I just have this. I just have this thing inside me now that just knows that we can do this. We can get through this. We can move through this passageway. Yeah. I just, I just know it. Well, and I, I love that. Well, <clears throat> I, I, we love to hear from you. and We love to hear that, you know, the impact that this podcast and Dare to Connect, the Dare to Connect program and other things are having on you. Just last week, we got some compliments. I'm slaughtering the quote uh, a bit, but um, just heard from a couple last week saying more or less, you know, we watch your, we watch this every week. It's helped more than any therapy that we've ever done, Mm. which we don't pretend to take the place of therapy. This podcast shouldn't be that, but to hear messages like that, that it's having an impact and to know that so many are tuning in and listening. um, We hope that one of the things that you take from this and, and from taking from working with us and listening to our podcast each week. And again, we hope you'll join us for Dare to Connect. Is this, we are going through this journey still together with you. We're in the trenches with you. We know that there are ups and downs in this process. And we want to do everything we can to help you with it. And, and we so appreciate our listeners because why we have the listener base that we have is because of all of you. Absolutely. And for being here and supporting us and, yeah. and all that stuff. So. Mark, as we start to kind of wrap this thing up today, as always, even though it's a hope-based podcast, how are we going to, how do you want to start, how do you want to look at ending this and and, uh, giving these guys a goal? Well, I, so here's what I would invite each of you to do who are listening. And I know this is hard, especially depending on the level of pain or addiction or hopelessness that you're in right now. Try to take a moment to just look at the little tiny things that you're grateful for in this process, just little tiny glimpses of light, something that a little victory you've had, a little thing that you've been able to do, a little part of your relationship that's just the tiniest bit better. There's some hope in there. So take some time to say, where, where is it? Where are the little victories for us? 
Love that. Love that. Guys, we hope you're having a great holiday season as we enter into the Christmas season. And we hope that you're enjoying uh, family and friendships and relationships and connecting. And as you find sobriety, you're connecting better with yourself and the people around you. We really do love and appreciate all of you. We hope you have a great week. And uh, this applause is not for us. This applause is for you. So thank you, everybody. Have a great week. And uh, we will talk to you soon. All right. Everything expressed on the PBSE podcast are the opinions of the hosts and the participants and is for informational and educational purposes only. This podcast should not be considered mental health therapy or as a substitute thereof. It is strongly recommended that you seek out the clinical guidance of an individual qualified mental health professional. If you're experiencing thoughts of suicide, self-harm, or a desire to harm others, please dial 911 or go to your nearest emergency room.